This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash patch. Stop schlepping to the drugstore and paying $20 for shave tech you don't need. For a couple bucks a month, DollarShaveClub.com delivers amazing quality razors right to your door. Shave time, shave money with Dollar Shave Club. Go to DollarShaveClub.com slash rooster. That's DollarShaveClub.com slash rooster. Patch. It's the patch. I'm back. You I'm, are. I've Welcome. Been, I've been on the patch in ages. You haven't. You're in the gust Welcome chair. back, Jack. I was like on page, or like patch two or three, uh-huh. I think. So. It's really? Good to be back. That's the last one you've been on? Yeah. Dude, you're busy on Wednesdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, well, Wednesdays were my, that's like hunt day, and so I've got to cut all that stuff together, so it can be a little frustrating. But I'm back. All right. Fine. Start. <laughs> there it is. Okay. It flips. Well, so today we have, hey, I'm Jack. I'm Ashley. I'm Ryan, and of course Gus is here with us. Yeah, Gus not, is not spirit. just in spirit. To, he is actually in the control room. Yes, yeah. no, watching he's, us. No, he's, he can't see what we do. No, and Gus is no, in the ether. He's everywhere. <laughs> Gus is omnipotent at this. Gus point. is one with us. Yes, he's, he's also in the hourglass. Yes, Gus exists. He only definitely in the glass. is pushing the sand down through the hourglass. <laughs> Cool. Uh, so what's going on in the world of video hey, gaming we got this news. week? Lots of news is going on. Um, so they announced the Borderlands pre-sequel. Pre-sequel. Por- Borderlands pre-sequel. 2 pre-sequel. So it's between yes. Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2. Right. Uh, yes. Last of Us coming to PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and they announced a ton of Smash Brothers news uh, yesterday, including the fact that the 3DS version is coming first. Yeah. And the Wii version is coming like half a year later. That's mm-hmm. cool. It does actually it sound cool? like... Well, well, is it know. cool? It does I, sound like the, is it really? That, I mean, really, I mean, Nintendo is the only company that's really pushing handheld, and so the fact that they're really sticking to their guns on handheld stuff. I mean, no, you can, come you on, what about Vita? Vita? You yeah, can say Vita, but Sony's I mean, not being Vita. successful is different than not pushing it. Well, I mean, like Vita, there's a lot of cool stuff about Vita that is they haven't really mentioned. Like they should make a much bigger deal about mm-hmm. being able to control your PlayStation Four with your Vita. That's like no one talks about that, and that's a huge deal for me. Like, Although Vita sales did skyrocket after the launch of PS4 for that yeah. specific reason. But I mean, like, how do you? capitalize on that. Well, that's basically all the news I hear about Vita. I don't hear anybody going, oh man, I'm playing a great game. I hear, oh, it can really it can yeah. sync up with your <laughs> PS4. Well, it's, it's, there yeah. is that they are having Borderlands 2 on Vita now. So yeah. there's that. There Speaking go. of Borderlands. It's all <laughs> circular, it's circular all right there. We're around, around Borderlands. Uh, so yeah, the new Borderlands prequel that takes place on the moon. Yes. And uh, you can play as Claptrap for the first time. You can. Yes. Now, and is uh, one thing that I haven't been clear on yet is if this is the Claptrap that we know from Borderlands 2, or if it is a claptrap. It is the claptrap. Okay. They, they okay. Are, I think Pitchford actually mentioned it specifically that it was him, or whoever was announcing it today. Because that is important, and here, and because you may run across other claptraps through the course of the game, because this is before all the other claptraps were destroyed in the alien robot invasion, whatever it was. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not great on my Borderlands history. I mostly just go, oh, it's a purple gun, and shoot things. So. Yeah. yeah the, the, what combination of weapons and, and armor can I build to make myself un, undis, you know, undefeatable? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, golden keys. Yeah. It's all about the that's, golden so, keys. That's cool. They've been really good about promoting like or pushing extra DLC and stuff for Borderlands. I mean, that's one thing they've stayed on top of is like, you know, the game came out and they keep releasing stuff for it. And there's something like seven or eight major DLC packs that have come out for that game. Well, and, and even after they ran out of the really big DLCs, then they switched to the Headhunters. Yeah. So it's yeah. Like, like smaller DLCs, but you get like cool outfits and stuff out of it. Yeah. And they were all like holiday themed, yeah. which I like. That's cool. <laughs> but this almost feels like this almost feels like an overgrown expansion. Yeah, you think so? It feels like an overgrown, like DLC that they got a little bit too big, and so they said, mm, "Let's make it into a game." It's so, running on the Borderlands Two engine. So you think it's going to be the ODST of of Borderlands, basically? Yeah, I, I really do, or and I'm Saints I am four. totally <laughs> yeah. okay with that. Yeah, you know, and it seems like they know that as well because they haven't talked pricing yet, and it seems like that's something they're figuring out as well. Do yeah. you think they're going to come out with a below retail price? I think that's a possibility, hmm. like a forty dollar release or something. I mean, it does sound like they've got you know. All new set of characters. They've got uh, the low grav mechanic, which is something they're really kind of pushing right I'm now. I'm definitely looking forward to that. And the laser guns. The laser guns, yeah. <laughs> and the cryo gun. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, it sounds like there's a, a bevy of new features. What's, what a would be bevy. the difference? A bevy. I used it. That's right. <laughs> in a sentence. What would you think would be the difference then between what they've announced so far and what's the step that's missing there between that and a full retail? Uh, a next-gen version. Is that it? You just, or now-gen, whatever you want to call it. The fact gen. that it's yeah. The fact that it's not coming out on... On Xbox One or PS4 is, I mean, that pretty much nails it as an overgrown expansion to me. 
I mean, they have their reasoning, but I question it a little bit. They said, um, so Pitchford said, uh, he said that there just isn't enough install base. And then maybe in three or four Christmases, there will be enough of an install base. Wow. I know, right? However, they, um, you know, he's also got most of his team at Gearbox working on some, you know, new IPs for next gen. So if they don't think that Borderlands has enough demand on next gen, then what are they doing making new IPs? Well, I wonder if that's him or if that's 2K. You know, like the publisher actually pushing and being like, we know this will sell, but we want to push it on a content on a platform that we know a lot of no, much has a, has a larger install base. So, well, or they didn't want to update the engine potentially because yeah. it's a giant expansion. Yeah, that's true. If you're talking about new IP, though, that could be a th- two, three year development cycle. So it could be that that still lines up with that time frame. That's absolutely true. And if it's a good new IP, it can't take that long to yeah. develop. So, but yeah, and I guess that sort of makes sense. If you've still got this engine, you might as well milk it around, milk it out for one more thing. But the look of Borderlands is such that you'd think it wouldn't be as hard to translate as some of the other. Well, I'm sure there's back end stuff we don't know about. You know that like they've developed the system for this in these platforms, and to mm-hmm. translate that to the Xbox One and PS4 it could be a little bit tricky. But, and well, I, I, that stuff I don't, I'm not qualified <laughs> to answer on. And I don't know how credible this is, but um, someone was saying that the um, that ad- the graphic style that they have mm-hmm. isn't as well supported on PS4 and Xbox One just yet. Huh. Well, some of the tools might not be there. Okay. They, there wasn't a lot of detail on it. so um, <laughs> There is know. actually a story that kind of feeds into that, though, is there was the rumors or some started kind of circulating the idea of doing backwards compatibility from the Xbox One to the Xbox 360. But the quotes that came out of it were pretty much like, yeah, that's just really hard because the architectures are so different. The Xbox One is apparently on x86, whereas the 360 was running on PowerPC. Which, that's a big difference. Yeah, that's a big jump. Uh, it's going Mac to PC, which people do it, but they usually do it by wrapping it in something that just makes it do the other thing, which yeah. you may not have the overhead to do on a console. Emulating. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, and also, like, Sony owns Gaikai, right? Or the uh, the company that was yeah, doing the Sony streaming. Yeah, Sony bought Gaikai. Yeah, and so, like, we haven't heard anything from that. Like, they said, oh, we're going to do this, and they've been quiet about it. And not really. Well, I mean, what, have they started releasing anything with it yet? PlayStation Now beta is out. The PlayStation Now beta started in January. Oh, well, there um, And that's I haven't heard anything powered. about that. Uh, well, uh, admittedly, like, I haven't, PlayStation is it's tricky for us because we they still have HDCP, which they've announced they're getting rid of it, which we are very excited for, but it's like, when will that actually happen? So. Supposedly in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, it's supposed That'll to be, be in, like, the, the next big update, I think. They've yeah, got I think a lot 1. of... Yeah, 1.7 or whatever the update yeah, is. Yeah, they've got a lot of things going into that update, but dropping HDCP is going to be yeah, a big I, deal. I can't believe, I mean, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, for us, it means we can make content finally. You know, we know there are other ways around it, kind of hacky ways to do it, but But it's like legal ways. Yeah, I mean, yeah, stripping HDCP is illegal, no matter what Mm -hmm. context it is. So it was like, we're not going to mess with that. So Uh, anyway, I'm excited for it. Yeah, and well, that's actually an interesting point too, because you would think that when they start porting games from PS3 to PS4, it'd be via that vehicle, but then they announce that they're going to do Last of Us. And oh, it's yeah. going to be well, an updated version. But. This is going to be a little bit like Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. You know, where they, definitive edition. The definitive edition. Where <laughs> the they, fancy, shiny graphics <laughs> edition. Exactly. So yeah. they'll make that look a lot nicer, whereas a lot of these, they'll be you know, purely emulated. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get any improvements. They might look a little bit worse in the way that things sometimes do when they're pushed through another pipe. Um, and, you know, I, I actually think it's really cool that they're not going to do that with The Last of Us, even though I think that... $60 for a port, they'd better put a lot of cool stuff in that. Yeah. But I, I don't understand, like, why aren't they using the Gaikai stuff? Because, I mean, OnLive came out a few years ago. I don't know if it's still around or not. But, I mean, <laughs> OnLive is basically using the same idea that Gaikai is, right? Where, like, all the mm-hmm. games are played off-site, and they just stream you the sort of finished content, like the the, you know, the progress or whatever. So, I like, how does that technology not exist for both Xbox One and PS4? How, how come, like, is it is it such a, you know, such a exclusive thing that they've patented or something? Like... How can Microsoft not do something like this? I mean, they really may be waiting for the kind of downstream ability or you know pipelines to be available to make it more useful. Yeah. I mean, right now your install base could range anywhere from a two megabit connection up to you know twenty thirty is probably yeah. the, the best you're going to average right now. Even though they're rolling out things like gigabit, but uh, they just may not have enough people out there that can use the use that service with a good enough quality. To make it worth doing. See, I don't know. Like, that's one of those things where it's like, well, we have to wait for technology. We have to wait for technology. It's like, someone has to be the first. Someone has to push through and be like, all right, some people won't be able to have this, but and we'll go ahead and make it. that would be on live, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, yeah right. exactly. And where are they? Well, yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> someone with the backing of, like, Microsoft or Sony. I mean, that's going to be a lot more, you know, a lot more powerful. 
And that's why, like, that's why things like the downloadable games for the Xbox One, I was so excited about that. Because, like, all right, let's try something completely new. And then people lost their minds. And, okay, let's do exactly what we've been doing for the past 10 years. Joy. So, but, I mean, hopefully we're going to start seeing more. I mean, I know there's rumors flying now about, like, you know, uh, diskless consoles coming out soon. Like, Microsoft might be releasing one. As far as these are rumors I've heard mm-hmm. floating around. But that would be nice. Like, it would be cool to not have a disk drive. I've, I don't think I've ever used my disk drive in my Xbox One. Except for installing games, which all can be done digitally. Well, so. I will say that they, they might as well get rid of that Blu-ray player on the Xbox One because it is garbage. Is it? Uh, you know, it just doesn't – it lacks all the features of modern Blu-ray players. Like, it doesn't ever remember where you are. So That's if you true. pause or you know turn off your Xbox and come back later – you start from scratch. You have to completely, you know, go back to where no, your you, place was. You get to enjoy the experience again. Uh huh. That's yeah. what it is. See, you get to enjoy it and fast forward as you, you jump go. back to the point where you were. It's just, I mean, I know Gavin's been talking about having even worse issues than that, but yeah. it's just like, well, I don't trust Gavin with any hardware. So, <laughs> fair enough. You've seen his, his stack of consoles, which his Xbox <laughs> One is dying. So I've got $100 riding on that. <laughs> uh, they are making some improvements to the Blu-ray player, though. That might be the sort of thing where in a couple of years, the Blu-ray player is great. A couple years? I, no, oh, yeah. okay, maybe not a couple of it's years. Blu-ray but Blu-ray like, like going on. Like they, um, in their next big update, they're adding support for 50 hertz televisions, which I think is a PAL thing. 50 hertz? Okay. 50 hertz. So just because uh, I think 50 hertz might be the, the standard for PAL TVs and it's having issues with the Blu-ray players, so they're adding that in. Mm-hmm. They could add in a Remember Me. And they might. As, they should. I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. they're worried about taking up space on the hard drive. I guess that would eventually become a cache. But they could yeah, two hundred fifty gigabytes. I mean, that's no, five hundred, like right? Five hundred gigabytes. <laughs> I mean, no space whatsoever. It's yeah. just a pointer, really. That all you have to remember is, oh, you're at fifty three minutes in. Yeah, go back to that. Give but, me a text file with six digits, and you'll be fine. I wonder so. if it's some kind of like just spite against Sony. It's like your technology. <laughs> yeah, it's or maybe, shitty though. Maybe it's Sony who says they can't do it. Maybe Sony's like, fuck you. And so no be, API for you. Exactly. You can have the drive, but nothing else. <laughs> you can enjoy it, but you'll have to watch it over and over. Technology, again. but no memory. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I I might as well go ahead and go discless because once more download bandwidth is coming, hopefully to the world, not just to Austin. Yeah. Which that's kind of sad because Google has delayed their fiber install. Yeah, just by a quarter. It'll be okay. We've waited however many years. We're also the second country or the second city or third city in the country to get it. So it's kind of like I'm not going to complain too much. Well, I'm I'm kind of curious about that because so Google Fiber announced they're coming to Austin. Then everybody else in Austin that has a is an ISP went, "Oh, we're going to do fiber too." So yeah. Grande <laughs> and AT&T got on board, and now Google's like, "Ah, we'll slow down a little bit." I wonder yeah. if they're just going to start saying we're going to every city and seeing if they can get everybody else to jump up. Well, I keep hitting your laptop. I'm sorry. There's playing fiber chicken. Yeah, basically. yeah. Basically, it's like, well, you do it or we'll do it. Somebody's yeah. doing it. Yeah. Well, that's great if they want to do that. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, who's gonna, who's gonna, you know, do this? So, if, if it, it's bringing, up, it's bringing up the network speed for across for everybody, and that's awesome. Well, that was the point, right? Yeah. It's just to guilt everybody else into doing it. So. Was that the point, or was the point to make money? Because normally, <laughs> that's what you're hoping for when you spend millions and millions and millions of dollars putting fiber in the ground. Well, the thing about this is, you know, Google has so many different things that need fiber speed, or they're trying to push people to like higher speed, you know, larger content stuff. So if the network isn't there, it's like, okay, we'll make the network, which then trips AT&T and Grande and Comcast to be like, oh, crap, we got to catch up to them. So that then sort of initiates this next gen, the step up. So, you know, they could have sat back. AT&T could have sat back and not done anything. Or Time Warner could have sat back. Like, all right, we're fine. Enjoy your 20 megs up or 20 megs down or whatever. But now they're like, oh, okay, there's other alternatives. So even if Google loses money on Google Fiber, they're still helping themselves because, you know, YouTube is what the number two most viewed website behind Google, which is the, you know, same company. So they're, they're getting people, they're helping people get to their content quicker. Well, and, you know what they should probably work on then is more international access because right now pretty much – like most countries have they have download caps and that's going to be what really hurts especially when you're getting games that are 50 gigabytes that can yeah. be someone's entire month well google at least so far hasn't really been a server a server for game content so much i mean but there are other content like cloud services google drive things like that which again would feed into that uh download cap but that's kind of their backbone right now is video delivery and content cloud services so yeah i agree it's it's really in their best interest to make everybody else get their infrastructure up and america again still way behind versus internet speeds anywhere else in the world even not, if they're not, capped. not, not, not anywhere. anywhere else that's, <laughs> so, okay that's have you ever been to australia really poor generalization. Yeah. Go, go to australia and you'll, we'll talk <laughs> you'll hear from a lot of aussies for that comment i am yeah. sorry the great nation of australia <laughs> and any neighboring islands new zealand but uh yeah no Per, per dollar, we're still really low on the list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Considering, we, I mean, it's sort of the internet really began in America. So it's kind of like you would think we would 
It's kind of, kind of like cars, you know, like cars started in America, and then <laughs> other countries got better at making cars. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. Okay. So, you same think, idea. Is it, it's interesting that arc of technologies that come out of America, because they start with like army and like killing people, and then they end up in ways to get laid. Yeah, right? exactly. that's porn. the internet, Wait, the what? arc. They're all about making porn. That's yeah. how everything porn? begins. <laughs> well, doesn't porn drive all technology? Pretty much. Kind of, yeah. I mean, Oculus Rift, any day now, is going to be the boob <laughs> tube, literally. Um, Where's that peripheral coming out? Yeah. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, it's hopefully still coming to Austin. I'd like no, to it's, have it's it. And everywhere else, not just Austin. I know everybody else is probably sick of us talking about coming to Austin, but really it's it needs to be everywhere for yeah. this to, to really work. Yeah. Well, they've announced a bunch of other cities, too, well, so it's the, expanding. The alternative, honestly, for – for this, in, so yes, there's um, you know there's OnLive, there's PlayStation Now, but the alternative that they could explore is an actual emulator, so you can use your discs. Because the complaint that a lot of people have, even if they do get streaming emulation in, is that then people are forced to rent or repurchase games that they already own in order to play them on the new platforms. Yeah. Whereas with an actual emulator, which wouldn't require it would require processing power, but it wouldn't require blinding internet speeds for everyone in the world. Um, we well, could do something where you drop in if you have the disc, drop it in, and it just does a check on it, you know, to check make sure it's the like correct license, disc. Yeah. yeah, and then it, it says, oh. "Okay, you're allowed to download it." Oh, it could. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying, but we, uh, it we, won't. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of options. There's but, bound to be some way. Someone, someone smarter than me is going to be able to figure this out. Hopefully, nah, they'd love to resell the a, same game twice. Is there a word for that? That someone smarter than me is working on this problem. I'm pretty sure there is there a is. word for Bernie's that, and I think it's come concept. up. I think it's come up yeah. before. It's yeah. the reason that. Bernie is always saying that, which is the uh -huh. reason that I swear he found a word for it. <laughs> we Internet, actually finally tracked Internet, it down. Internet, please help. If there's not one, then there will be now, right? Because that's <laughs> Webster's is now all of a sudden just taking any word that people yeah. throw at it. Yeah. I can't believe they allowed YOLO. I think the Internet was the worst thing that's happened to dictionaries ever. <laughs> I mean, that's really just been – it's going to bottom out. Webster's is spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> like, God. It's not language just because the Internet says so. It's an acronym, goddamn. <laughs> Man. Yeah. So okay. So what else happened in the week? So this, well, tell me about Smash Brothers. Like, who? I, I don't play Smash Brothers a lot. Do you play a lot of Smash Brothers? Um, I don't. Um, Bernie's youngest, Teddy, uh -huh. he mm -hmm. plays the crap out of Smash Brothers Brawl ever since he discovered it. Okay. Um, he's been playing it for months now. And he's still unlocking new characters and new things, and he's gotten into custom rule sets I, that I didn't even know existed. So Jesus. it's well, really cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I think I was reading this. One of the consoles, it's coming out on 3DS and, and Wii. And one of them is getting a, a, a game mode that isn't on the other one. I think That's it's 3DS, 3DS, right? Yeah, it's a it's a mode called Smash Run, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's actually really similar to a mode that is in I think Kirby's Air Ride, where so you have up to four people. They're all playing at the same time. They're all playing the same stage. It's this huge stage, and they're all dropped in and have five minutes to run around, explore the areas, fight a whole bunch of NPCs, and then NPCs drop power ups that will increase your strength or your your punching or you know, all that stuff. At the end of the five minutes, you all get thrown into an arena together and you basically battle it out with all your power-ups. Oh, that's kind of cool. So it, it allows you to run around and change your stats. But why would that be 3DS only, do you think? Because that seems like... I mean, granted, the Wii, the main Wii people... Mm -hmm. Well, not main. I mean, there's a lot of people that play casually, but the Wii Smash Brothers games are usually the competition games. Yeah. And I remember reading, too, that they had a more competition true mode that you could flip to as well. But... It seems odd to put that in your handheld title, but not in your main console title. No. Which, in, although, in a world where they can't move these consoles to save their lives. True, <laughs> although I think that Smash Brothers will move consoles, and yeah. I think that Smash Brothers will move itself, whereas, you know, on, on Wii U, mm -hmm. whereas I think a lot of people might dismiss it on 3DS otherwise. So giving it an exclusive, fun multiplayer mode and six months head start, people will pick that up. As well as the Wii U version. So you think they'll take it more seriously if it has additional features? Sure. Yeah. Or right. not even more seriously, but they might, you know, it offers something that they won't get on the Wii U version. Mm -hmm. And Nintendo also said that there's going to be some sort of cross-platform functionality, but they haven't outlined what it is yet. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll have to wait on that one, but that could be cool. Okay. Like being able to send fighters, like customized fighters from 3DS version to Wii U version or Or maybe you have like a versa. cloud version of your character that can translate between the two. Also oh, that'd be, be interesting. Cool. That would be kind of cool. They are doing Nintendo Network ID now, so mm -hmm. you they'll be able to like police online players. But that also means that they could save your stats in the cloud, and you can just move between consoles. I hope it works better for them than it has for every other company <laughs> that's done cloud-based character saves in the past recent memory. I mean, oh, they're not that bad. Oh uh, well, GTA was oh, terrible. Okay, but, first, yeah, but GTA kind of is also famous for being broken when it launched. I mean, it's now there. It's now a lot better. 
The I mean, the online part of it, yeah, you're absolutely right, was very broken at launch. It's been a bad rash of games that were just broken at launch. It's actually weird because Titanfall was the first one I can remember that mostly worked. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it dropped. Well, I I think think Microsoft Microsoft was very much like, we have to make this one work, you know. And so they pushed that really, really hard. Well, I think EA probably had a big stake in it, too, considering how broken Battlefield was. They had something to prove there. Yeah, I'm I'm still not sure what exactly is going on with Battlefield, because it's like... It's mostly better now. Yeah, it's it's mostly better, but I don't know if it was EA servers or Microsoft servers, because I was under the impression that, like, for the Xbox One, it was all going to be Microsoft servers. Like, they were going to have tons and tons of Microsoft servers. Servers were a bit of an issue, but I got the feeling that a lot of it was just the game. There were a lot of bugs, there was lots of crashes, there's, oh, hey, enemies take damage three seconds later. Or if you're zoomed in on a minute and on an enemy, they might not take damage. Really weird game stuff yeah. that I don't know that they I don't know that that had they to be bring out Battlefield Bad Company 3 I would be so excited <laughs> Bad Company 2 was the best Battlefield game I've let's, ever played but I let's not distract anyone from working on Star Wars Battlefront <laughs> Battlefront yes. will be very very we, cool we have priorities and uh-huh. Battlefront 3 is one of those <laughs> we talked about it and we agree yeah so we're overruling. All right, fine. yeah, we're on That's board. That's cool. I'll, I'll take that. I'll fly, I'll fly an X-wing around. I'm cool with that. Like I remember playing Battlefront two and just going nuts with that stuff. But yeah. it'll be it'll be cool to see uh, Battle Battlefront. You know, next gen, next gen. So well, one second, let me read. Go for it. Add real quick here. You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch current episodes of your favorite shows like Modern Family, The Daily Show, and Scandal, and watch every episode of shows like Nashville, Lost, and Doctor Who. You get ad-free movies and kids' shows, too. I need to get Eli involved in this. Uh, He already takes my iPad, so now he just needs to take my computer as well. Uh, Now more than ever, there's so much more to watch. Take total control with Hulu Plus to stream those shows and thousands more as much as you want, whenever you want. Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your, your phone or iPad while on the train, at work, at the dentist. Jack... Michael at the dentist, I'm going you're a, yeah. See, you were just there like two days ago, right. or in the bathroom. Hey. You go there too. You can. Everybody does. Just it's me. fine, no, Jack. No, 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 no it's fine. You can even block off a day to binge. Can we do that from work? Can we block <laughs> off a day to binge? All right. You'll get access to originals that you can't get anywhere else. Check out the new show Deadbeat, a comedy about pot smoking guy who talks to ghosts. I saw the ad. The first episode, he gets laid out of it. So I think there that you there you go. See. Technology arc. Uh, binge on 10, episode, 10 episodes starting on April 9th. For only seven ninety nine a month, you get your shows anytime, anywhere. That's like a quarter a day. And I find one of those outside all the time. Quarters or days? Yes, both. Okay. A quarter of a day. Right now, sign up at HuluPlus.com slash patch and get two weeks full access completely free. That's a whole extra... Bum, 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 bum. Dom, that's a whole extra week with this special offer when you sign up at HuluPlus.com slash patch. So get with it and start streaming TV now with Hulu Plus. I love Hulu Plus. And with lots I, of trucks in the background. I know. Apparently. <laughs> They're going to sign up for it right now. Yeah, they're all heading out to go. <laughs> yes. I, we watch Hulu. They heard through the wall much as we heard them. Katie so, and I watch Hulu Plus every single night. So absolutely use it. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Go watch it. I've talked about it multiple times. It's an amazing show. Really I really need to watch it. It's an amazingly funny show. Every time I hear about it, I hear really good yeah. things. And I'm just so behind on... Well, everything. Everything that's not Game of Thrones. Anyway. You need to uh, take a day to binge. <laughs> what about two weeks? Okay. Are you going to be gone for two weeks? you trying to no, tell something? No, you can free, yeah, a two-week free, free trial. Oh, I was bringing it yeah. around, oh, around back bring to the free trial. Come on. All right. <laughs> um, so, on, so on Twitter, Dark Flake says that um, that the he says, it totally impacted my view. I'd only get the Wii U version if it wasn't for the extra mode and early release on 3DS. I'm buying both in regards to really? Super Smash Brothers. So there we are. Marketing in action. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like, okay, for example, would you buy a copy of Grand Theft Auto V for the Xbox One if it came out right now? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, I think six months is enough time. That's like that magic window where it's like you'll get as much enjoyment out of it on a handheld console. Okay, now let's take it up to the next gen. And, you, so, I mean, that's an interesting point, too, is if you can move some of your information back and forth between the versions, that gives you just more impetus to buy the other as well. Yeah. Because uh, ne- everything you've done isn't lost. Yeah, and i got to say, too, I mean, like talking about next gen stuff, the, the cloud saves for Xbox One are, have been surprisingly good. 
good. Like mm-hmm. I've been like I'll play Assassin's Creed at the office, go home, and it's take you know thirty seconds, and boom, I'm exactly where I left off at. It's like this is cool. Like that's the kind of stuff I was looking for in this in this, this generation of consoles. So they haven't screwed that up yet, as far as I can yeah. tell. Yet I would like your optimism. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it was. You, it's an interesting point because the Xbox 360 always felt really slow and tedious whenever it was doing any kind of cloud saving. Yeah. It just took forever to do it. I'll, I think maybe some of it is that. It might be doing it in the background to some extent. Or it might be forced optimization, too. Like, mm-hmm. now that cloud save is a big part of the thing, or a big, I mean, you don't have a thumb drive anymore to walk around with. Yep. They might be like, look, there might be regulations behind save files and stuff that they're forcing developers to do now that we just don't know about. Mm-hmm. I could be way off on that, but that would be my assumption. Like, and. I mean, how big can save files get? I don't understand. Like, they can be huge well, depending the, on the game. Like, like Skyrim, I think yeah. would have like like three or four megs per save, and then you'd have like three hundred saves as you play throughout the game. It's like well, it's very important that. to track every decision you make in Skyrim because you never know which one will be the wrong one. That's it true. is it is funny when and you get a couple hundred saves in. Yeah, yeah. And you go, am I really going to need this save that was five minutes in right before I like picked my name and customized my character? Yeah. And then you delete and then it, you and then go, you need it. Yeah, <laughs> then you immediately need it. No, I, I did, when I play that, I typically have, like, three save games. And I'll kind of, like, all right, I'll start overriding the older ones. I'll be like, all right, if I need to jump back, one, you know, one hour or two hours, I can do that whenever I need to. Yeah, I used to, I used to do the new save, like, every hour mm-hmm. for games on, like, Final Fantasy, whatever. And I've now switched to the three, sa- like, three okay. rotating saves. I haven't had a problem yet. That's good. No? All Wish right. me luck. I did. Good luck. Because there will be a day when it would have been the fourth save that, <laughs> that was the one you needed. And I will, I will remember you on that day, Ryan. Oh, and yeah. then my face will be right there going, I told <laughs> you so. Cursing the heavens. <laughs> Damn you, Haywood. Well, so, uh, talking about old gen, yeah. Titanfall finally came out on 360. Is it out or is it coming out? No, it's uh, out. It's out. out. Yeah, okay. it, came oh, out, it came out today. It came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Yes. What is today? It's Wednesday. Wednesday. But, Jesus Christ. But they started selling it early. Well, well okay, the not, not they. The at least, came with a croissant. At, at least, <laughs> a baguette. <laughs> All right. Sounds delicious. Uh, yeah, at least one French retailer released it early. I don't think that's enough that everyone started breaking release, like breaking street date. But even if they did, the servers weren't up. So you basically got a disc that said, I hope you have a hard drive. No. And that's it. That's, I always get confused by that. Like when someone sells a game early and then people get in trouble or they get their accounts banned because they're playing it. It's like it's not their fault they were playing it early. Or at least in mo- a lot of cases, it wasn't their fault <laughs> well, that they were playing it early. System, a, lot of right? times, yeah. a lot of times I think that those accounts get unbanned. Yeah, there, was, there was someone who got – remember that guy before the Xbox One launch? He got um, the Xbox One super early yeah, and then like, like and he started early. uploading all these videos and they ended up like temporarily banning him just to stop him from yeah. basically ruining all their surprises. Yeah. They unbanned him later, gave him a whole bunch of stuff um, and it, you know, it worked out. Yeah. So I, I don't think those things stick but I don't necessarily blame the companies for wanting to keep a couple surprises for launch. Like I wouldn't want someone uploading all the infamous Second Son extra powers, secret powers early. That would ruin it. That's sad. Well, and there's a big difference between having early access to a game and then broadcasting that to everybody in the world. Yes, that's true. Yeah, so as long as you keep it under wraps, okay, you you can can keep it quiet. It's not a huge deal. You're not really doing anything wrong. But yeah, when you see these people like, oh, here's, you know, I found this script. Here's everything that happens. Like, God, really? Why, why, why would you do that? What does that earn you? What does Spoiler. that get you? So. Yeah, there's just, there's always people on the internet that just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, the, they're the people that you, that you go into something and they go, oh, by the way, this happens. Ha ha, hope you read the books. I, I'm and afraid that I'm might be the Game majority of, of people yeah. on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, it used yeah. to be a small person. I remember the internet was like a friendly place, and then it like became this wild west. Now it's just chaos. In the like, days of Gopher and BBS. All right, and when, yeah. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> when was the internet a nice place? Because when, I don't what remember are you this about time. BBS. Uh, there were dial-up BBSs. Like there was a dial-up BBS that I would get onto to play Doom and Doom Two. That was amazing, and like it was the most friendly environment ever. And your your fee to get onto the BBS was you had to pay for the phone line you were connecting with. So it would be like twenty people, you know, and like this one guy had twenty phone lines and twenty, you know, fourteen k modems. And you would call up and you play Legends of the Red Dragon and Planets and I remember Legends of the Red Dragon. Hell yeah, dude, that was an awesome game. And like it was know, all text based adventure. Yeah, it was that that those mm-hmm. were like in the, like and he had. A, I remember we all sprang to get an IRC relay so we could actually play like do IRC chat with people all over the planet. And mm-hmm. then and then uh, you know then internet started popping up. But like I think you know uh, Prodigy showed up and AOL and it's like oh there's this World Wide Web and it's like this is really cool and it was very friendly. And then all of a sudden people started taking advantage of it. And then it was all right. And then the average age of the person that was on there started to go down yeah welcome to a brief history of the internet there you go by jack <laughs> and ryan that's right yeah one experience 
Same voice. Yeah. So really, <laughs> it's about the same. Big, big Toe BBS. If anyone is from Big Toe BBS, that was like that was my life probably you know, in sixth, seventh, eighth grade. If you could take one text-based adventure game that you played back in the day, okay, and make it a new, like an Xbox mm-hmm. One, PS4, PC game now with all the amazing graphics and mm-hmm. as, all the advancements, what would you pick? I don't know if that Gemstone would... Four. Gemstone Four. See, I don't like. To me, it's like those games like. Sort of the beauty was in the simplicity of them. So, like, I mean, I remember when, you know, the first time I played Legends of Red Dragon where they added multiplayer and someone else pulled, jumped in while I was playing. And I was like, oh my God, there's someone else in this world. And like, but nowadays that's so, that's, you know, not a big deal anymore. So I don't know if you could upgrade something. I mean, I, I think you're right. I don't think the experience would be totally different. Because yeah. Some of the part of what was interesting about a text based adventure where no graphics were involved was I think your results for what you got for actions could be so much more detailed. And so there's a difference between seeing something happen and reading something happen. Yeah, it's like it's like playing Dungeons and Dragons, like you know, mm-hmm. like Dungeons and Dragons versus playing a Dungeons and Dragons video game. It's kind of like in your head you've got this one thing, but in like in an actual video game, it's like oh, there it is represented. It's not what I would have thought it would have been, but you know. Do you guys go back and play the 30th uh, anniversary edition of uh, that one? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No, no. They released on the BBC website. Really? So it's, yeah, it's 30 I didn't years even old know now. About that. It released in 1984. And they released a 30th anniversary. It's still text based. Huh. Is it um, still there? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll they go they, they had a 20th, an, uh, 20th anniversary edition and now they just did like a 30th one. It's web based. It's. Uh, <laughs> they made it next gen. They updated the font. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think some games can make the jump. I really hmm. liked Zork and Grand Inquisitor. Okay. Hmm. Zork might work. I, in, was there a Zork? Was Zork, no. Zork is the Gru's, right? Like you are yes. likely to be by Gru, yeah. Um, in the White House and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, uh, They had two graphical versions. There was Zork Nemesis, and mm-hmm. then there was Zork Grand Inquisitor. The funny thing, oh, oh there it is. Um, up, see the? They can't. See I don't know that. if it's. Yeah, we can see that. Uh, can oh, see okay. That. I don't think it's up on our screen. But the people that are just uh, there, we go. Can't there we go. There we go. This is the 30th anniversary edition <laughs> of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You're watching the video. That the BBC put out. If you're watching the video version, it's um like they have a sort of a corner of graphical elements, but for the most part, it's still a text-based adventure. Um, I got about three commands in and then told it to eat a dick and went and <laughs> did something else. Was that an accepted command? No, I didn't oh, know what that was. Here. Sorry, now, don't understand you. <laughs> have you ever read the book Ready Player One? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. There, there's a point in Ready Player One where uh, like the, the idea is like it's kind of like a futuristic sort of internet world where you exist. It's like a second life except it's, you know, it's like a video game that everyone on the planet plays. Yeah. And at one point the guy goes into Zork. Like he goes into the White House and like yep. he has to play the game from a real perspective. That would be kind of cool. Like I would like to see that kind of stuff exist. Like sort of taking ideas and, and you know, making a more realistic a- approach to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I know now with, you know, Oculus Rift and, you know, all these Morpheus and all these things popping up now, like we're getting closer to kind of that virtual reality space. And even even I saw a video today, I think on Kotaku somewhere, where a guy was playing Pokemon with an Oculus oh, yeah. Rift on one of those treadmill things, one of those like 3D treadmills. Uh-huh. And it's like that's the kind of stuff. Like that's we're getting close to the holodeck now, and that's what you know. I hopefully by the time we're old, like holodecks will exist, well, and that would be neat. I don't know if you saw it at uh, South by Southwest, mm-hmm. but there was actually a full body tracker too. Oh, it, really? Yeah, it, it basically operated very similar to the magnetic um, mocap. Suits, which okay. is it had a, a tracker on your arm and on your wrist, and then it had a few various other ones through your body, and so it was doing full arm tracking. Uh, and again, they paired it with an Oculus Rift, so you kind of immersive. Yeah, it looked really rough. I mean, the guy was like holding a gun and it was like kind of cl- clipping around near his head, but he'd usually be able to get it down and kind of get it under control. But <laughs> Usually? It was funny. Usually, <laughs> usually you could almost get the gun under control. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there was an interesting confluence of things right there because it was that guy with the, right across from them was the guys with the omnidirectional uh, the treadmill. frictionless treadmill, and then both of those were wearing Oculus Rift. So if you just combine yeah. the two of them, no, that's the thing. We're getting close now. I mean, think about five years ago, this stuff didn't exist, and now I mean, already in five years, we're hitting this point it where. Did. Well, I mean, it, in you know maybe. Mm-hmm. John Carmack's office, but other than that, like, you know, now it's to the point where it's kind of getting out there and we're getting, like, I know Oculus is making a consumer version this year and hell, they got bought well, by Facebook su- for $2 billion. Dollars. We'll see. Year, yeah. we'll see. And then, if they I'm, can't do it with $2 billion, I don't know what they really yeah. will take. Honestly, well, they, they, pulled, they pulled the guy from Valve now, right? Like, they uh, pulled a couple guys from yeah. Valve. So it's like, but Valve's got a VR thing they're working on. Now Sony's got a VR thing they're working on. And like, at some point, there's going to be some, hopefully, there'll be some kind of standard that, you know, you can develop a game for a virtual world that will exist on any of these headsets. But, 
it's it's cool. Like uh, this, this is the kind of stuff that I'm I'm psyched about the future. Like this is truly future shit. VR goggles. We'll see. I mean, people have been tr- working on VR goggles for years and years and years. Some you know, mm-hmm. none of them have worked out. Now they finally might. Treadmills and that sort of stuff. I'm not sure about. People complain about things like Kinect because they go. I don't want to jump around like an idiot. Yeah. Do you really do you want to run across that whole battlefield? Do you really? See, that's most one, don't. That's wow. one of those things where it's a cool idea, but as far as like mass adoption, unlikely. There's these technologies that run parallel, and one of them will get there first. And one of you know things like mocap. You know, there are things like the body tracking thing. There are also things like the experiments they're doing where they're actually just tracking signals from your brain. Yeah. To control things. So one of these technologies will get there first. Yeah. And whichever one delivers a good experience, that one's going to win. They'll make a commercial product, even if it's something that's completely just a headset you put on and it just tracks you into the game. Mm-hmm. But it'll get there. Somebody will do it. Yeah. Someone will make some, like, glasses you put on that will shoot lasers into your eyes and, just, and like, get right to your brain. <laughs> that sounds like, terrible. Well, Doesn't I mean, it? Yeah. Awesomely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you're volunteering, Ryan? You're going to be one of the first? Yeah, absolutely. Sign me up. All right. Strap it on. Let's I got, go. I got two eyes. You can mess with one of them. The you, right one's okay. You heard Ryan. Strap it on. That's let's right. Go. Strap it on. Let's go. <laughs> uh, well, you know, actually, there's some interesting news this week. Did Take the topic a slightly different way. Uh, yes, Ryan. This is old scary. school technology. Uh-huh. Game uh, Game Spy is gone. They're shutting down. Really? Game, yeah. Yeah. Game Spy technologies. Well, which, the, is, which the is slightly different than Game Spy, the site not which streaming, shut down uh, a while ago. Yeah. The the online matchmaking component of Game Spy okay. is finally going offline. So anything that still relies on that for any kind of matchmaking, which if you yeah that was the, basically Quake was yeah. if you wanted to play online Quake, that was usually what you went through. Um, was it QuakeNet was the one initially developed that I think Carmack made, and then they they kind of someone else took it over and ran with it. So yeah, I, I don't know. So GameSpy was kind of it came in I think just before Quake Two, and there was a bunch of things you could play through it, and it continued. Could to, or had to? Had to pretty much if you wanted to. I mean, there were alternative softwares, but it was probably the most graphically refined and tended to be the most stable at the time. Yeah. Uh, but it's going away, so that's a. Uh, a little bit of internet history too that's shutting down. Yeah, dude, I remember. I'd, now we're getting into talking about old school stuff. Like, how many <laughs> LAN parties did you go to when you were? Uh, oh my I god, can't even so count many. Them. Yeah. yeah, so many LAN parties. God, that was the best. I mean, I remember we had like a bunch of us pulled money together to get like a twenty-eight port hub or a thirty-two port mm-hmm. hub or something like that, and that was like the shit. And it was all the tech nerds from the high school. So like uh-huh. we'd be pulling network cables because we didn't have any, so we'd pull them and take them with us and mm-hmm. playing, you know, in my living room, and then have people out in the back patio, and it's just like anywhere we could put a computer, we would. We had um, every. A bunch of my friends and I would do them every weekend, and obviously there were no like we didn't have laptops, so we were hauling mm-hmm. oh, like yeah. our like oh, yeah. our full on towers and everything all over the place. And then we we were running cables through the entire house, trying to spread the load across as many fuses as possible <laughs> because we kept like tripping all the breakers on like in the house. Yeah. Oh my god. No, we went th- and we went through so much soda. Oh yeah. You get you could get a so you get the PC behind you in the car behind the seat. Uh-huh. They put the monitor, the giant tube monitors. I would go in the back seat and then you oh, buckle yeah. it. Oh yeah. So you, you get you get, one, back, you get two people in the front you, seat and you then get the, face it backwards. Exactly. Like you face the monitor against the nice soft seat. Buckle it in nice and nice uh, and yeah, tight, yeah. nice and cozy. Those things were sturdy, man. I actually yeah. fell off the road once with a car in the back of my or a car in the back, a computer in the back of my car. It went completely, the car was upside down a few times. <laughs> that was not even the only time I ever fell off the road. But, <laughs> and I was, so, I was just discombobulated. At, yeah, there was a coyote in the road and brakes and then the tire went out and then there was a ditch. There were lots of things involved. Was there a roadrunner? No, no roadrunners that I saw. Could have been. I don't know. It was a small woodland creature of some kind. But anyway, so we flip off the road a couple times. It was me and a couple guys. <laughs> a couple times. No big yeah, deal. Whatever. We're all fine. We get out. The car's upside down. I'm kind of discombobulated. Bobby lady, he's like, hey, my computer's still in the trunk. I'm like, okay. So I open the trunk, and of course, the car is upside down. So the computer <laughs> and monitor just come falling out of the trunk onto the ground. Smart. We still took it back to the house and had a land party that nice. night. Nice. There you <laughs> go. Priorities, man. They Priorities. are tough. That technology used to be solid. Yeah. Do you remember when they used to sell harnesses? It would be like a harness for a tower, and then you put a keyboard here, and you put your mouse and your headphones here, and so you just like pick it up and, oh, yeah, and yeah. walk with it. Yeah, kind of like the straps around the side of it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I had one of those were, for my uh, Nintendo. Those were yeah. the best. See, that's, like, <laughs> I never, I never, I never went to QuakeCon up in Dallas, and that was one thing. Like I regret, I missed out on that. Like that was just past my generation, where uh-huh. you know now, like QuakeCon, they still have QuakeCon. They do every year, and that's. But I mean, I'm not that computer guy anymore. I'm not the guy putting in LEDs and all of the you know the, the computers and putting like liquid cool 
rolling through it. Like I that's just not me. We have a harness that we can, like an example oh, wow. of those old oh, school yeah. harnesses you can pull up. Nice. Complete, complete with the slightly yellowish color of plastic <laughs> uh-huh. that PCs yeah. were made with for whatever reason. That, that gross beige. That and I'll bet, color. and I'll bet that keyboard is a total clicker. <laughs> you know the ones that are super noisy when you mechanical, type? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They made they made their comeback now. Like mechanical keyboards are like I know, I everyone can't loves them. Why? We've well, got one in no, the office. No, it's because they make you sound really, really productive. Does it? it oh makes yeah. You the, sound the, like you... the noisier the typing, it sounds like you're definitely doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows what it is, but you're definitely <laughs> sound sounds busy. important. <laughs> we should it's got... to psych out other people at the land party because they're just going. We should get some mechanical keyboards and play that typing the dead again. That was a lot of fun. I think I had enough fun with that for the first time. Right? You already killed me so hard that the computer died, Jack. That was more. Do you need? Played more of that game. That seemed like a fun game. That was that that game was originally for Gavin. Oh yeah. Just to be clear, and okay. I was like, well, I've already got this game idea. It's too good to pass up. All right. Uh, that was a mistake. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good at typing. I don't you, know if you do that. I, I've sit, since then looked over your shoulder sometimes when you're typing the names of things and just watched the words fly onto the screen. <laughs> like, Mother, why didn't I do any research? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's. When you were, did you take like typing classes in that in school? I did when actually. They were first offered? So I, I basically taught myself how to type when I was like when I first got a computer. I just kind of learned, and when I learned, I had my hands like at a V. So like my home row was like M, you know, like M S D like Q or whatever. So it was like these weird like V shapes. Oh my God, how horrified were your teachers? Well, that was the thing when my teacher saw it. But the thing was, I was typing faster than anyone in class just <laughs> with this weird combination. So they actually forced me to like change my home row to the you know ASDF. And uh, doing that actually slowed down, but then I rocketed way past it. So like I had to like teach myself the proper way to do it, and so yeah, that was that was before keyboarding was a, like a forced class you had to get to. Oh, yeah. I think I, that was sixth grade. I felt like such a dork in high school. I like I took that class and I I legitimately raced the like the time tests that you did. Yeah, yeah. I legitimately tried really hard to break my records. <laughs> and you, you could tell that everyone else in class was just trying to get to their th- required thirty words per minute. And I was like, I think I can do ninety. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this triple digits. They're within my grasp. I never actually had that class. There was no typing class. I mean, we had computer classes, but I never had a typing class. What was computer class? Uh, I mean, started off with Apple IIs. I mean, we well, I mean, do- was it like you just played computers, or like what was it exactly? What did uh, they teach you? In well, I mean, the class? first few things I did was just the simple like, here's a really basic stripped down programming language. That was back when you had a five and a quarter disk that was double sided. Oh, yeah. So sometimes you had to take it out and flip it over. <laughs> uh, there was like some really basic like it was actually kind of an animation thing, but you programmed it. You'd give it like keyframes and times and tell things to go there and there, and then of course Oregon Trail, Oregon Trail. Uh, Oregon trail what, what, what about Oregon Trail? <laughs> I played that one. Or- Oregon Trail? What is is that like up? No, that's like uh, or is that it's like, like a trail like of a zombie organs? version. Oh, hmm. no, I've never heard of that one. Yeah, uh, it's cool. um, it might be out on. I think it's on Steam. Okay, so it's a newer thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember playing that back in the day. <laughs> I think that's I played cool. Oregon Trail two, and I was a big fan of Number Munchers. Number Munchers, Number the best. Munchers. That remember? Did you, did you ever mess with Logo? The little triangle, the little turtle thing, where you you draw stuff with it. I don't remember that no. one. It was like a little animation program. Yeah. But anyway, su- super, super nerdy stuff. And like HyperCard. Like, I mean, I'm, we're mm-hmm. talking about old school stuff. HyperCard was the internet. Basically, like the, the, the way the internet exists now, HyperCard was a program that would do that. I that feel was, like it would not this insult you and no, no, no. call you names? Or? <laughs> I mean, like where you make like, you know, you would click on something which would take you to another It judge your every page. action. So there's logo. So <laughs> if you're watching at home, it was, so logo is basically you type in something. So like star five fifty, so that would know how like what color and how big to make it and things like that. And so you would get like real fancy and start like making. You, you would type out a whole list of commands and then it would make a picture. And so you know what was, this episode of the patch is? This is the equivalent of it's the old hey, here's 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 a, here's a <laughs> pencil, here's a cassette tape. Tell us what they have in common. <laughs> yeah. This is an age test. Yeah, if you don't understand, then you're too young. Yeah, actually, yeah. interesting trivia about. Typing uh, the QWERTY keyboard. Do you know mm-hmm. why that was invented? Uh, what, to slow down. Wasn't that's exactly right? Really? Dvorak mm-hmm. is actually a much faster keyboard, uh-huh. um, and they used the QWERTY one with a the typewriter. This goes all the way back to typewriters. The typewriters yeah. Because if they went too fast, then the heads would get stuck or uh-huh. some, something like that. No, yeah. I mean, the way it used to work was there's it basically looked very much like a uh, a piano where it yeah. had all those little arms and they just go click 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 little hammers. And they, yeah, and if two of them went too close together, they'd hit and they'd bind. Ah. And they'd stick like that. So to slow people down while they were typing, they invented a, t- a keyboard that was less efficient. That's funny. And no one could ever get them to switch back after that. Like yeah. once they moved past that technology, we're just stuck with that antiquated 
because when Dvo- I Dvorak when, is like the the home row is like the most used letters exactly right? yeah. yeah when I was younger I went through a rebellious phase where I decided to teach myself Dvorak <laughs> just because I wasn't gonna let anybody make me inefficient uh huh. I totally gave up. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I was just too set in my ways by that point. Yeah, it's, it's tough to kind of try to change things up once you're so ingrained with it. So. But you managed. Yeah, I did. All right, so real quick, let's, let's do this real fast. We've got another ad. This, yes. is, the, my, this is the Jack. I'm going to do my best Ryan impersonation. All right, do it. All right, uh, so nothing feels better than the first shave with a fresh blade, right? It's smooth, it's close, and the blade is as sharp as it's ever going to be. It feels fantastic. <laughs> but thanks to the big shave company's ridiculous prices, you can't afford to use a fresh blade every week. So you drag that dull-ass blade across your face for two weeks, three weeks, ten weeks. Why do you want to do that to yourself? Maybe because the only thing more painful than shaving with an old blade is shelling out 30 bucks for a pack of new ones. If you want to enjoy a fresh blade every week, you don't have to take out another mortgage on your house. you got to join dollarshaveclub.com. For just a couple bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com ships me the highest quality blades you can get. I'm a four-blade guy. And with dollar, Are you a four-blade guy, Jack? I live down here a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And with Dollar Shave Club, it's only six bucks for a four-pack. Seriously, only six bucks for the best quality blades you can get. So every week, I can pop in a fresh blade and treat myself to an amazing shave. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Like not The having, first shave on a new blade is actually pretty amazing. Yeah, it's kind of like, like a fresh pair of socks. Like, it's, yeah. Oh, it's just, nothing's better. Like, it just you know, glides down your like, face. You know, getting into a bed with like fresh sheets. Oh, yeah. It's so nice. So anyway, join dollarshaveclub.com, get amazing quality blades in the mail for a couple bucks, and treat yourself to a brand new blade every single week. Hundreds of thousands of guys have, have <laughs> excuse me, hundreds of thousands of guys have upgraded their shaving with Dollar Shave Club. I'm one of them. I'm loving it. Now it's your turn. Shave time, shave money, dollarshaveclub.com. Dot com slash rooster. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash rooster. Nicely done. There you go. Thank you. It was a good impression. Thank you. Yeah, I, just I said on. I sound just like Ryan. You did, pretty oh, much. I mean, cool. you, Ashley said you didn't seduce the ad enough. Oh, okay. You got to gotta make love to the microphone? Yeah, you yeah. just got to. You got to tickle it a little bit. Ah, yeah. We get yeah. a little bit of a reach I don't know what to do with my hands in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little awkward. So. Uh, well, some interesting news. Did, What's that? Apparently, a five year old. Broke Microsoft security. <laughs> I love that. Kid, kids are relentless. I would imagine you know that better than kids anybody else. Kids are brilliant. Yeah. They like, really are. I, and that kid is, ha, is apparently habitually brilliant because he managed to get past toddler locks on phones too. <laughs> uh, but it's – I mean it's pretty simple. He just went and he entered spaces in a password confirmation and it went, okay. The, things about ki- the thing about kids is they have a lot of time on their hands. They are, they're not shy about repeating an action over and over and over again until they get what they want. You know what it is? Yeah. It's, like, uh, it's like button mashing. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, you, just keep a, slamming a button masher can a lot of times just defeat just someone just it, because yeah. you have no idea what they're going to do next. They don't know what they're going to well, do well, next. There's like, no way to predict It's like them. The, the million monkeys with a million typewriter situation. At some point, they're yep. going to get something. <laughs> exactly. I, so. I think I heard somewhere that someone actually tried an experiment with a whole bunch of monkeys like that just to prove <laughs> it wrong. And it, it, they basically... They ended up with a lot of really shitty typewriters, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they actually just pooped on the typewriter. So that tells you what they think of that. That's cool. Maybe it's (laughs) if they did they fling the feces at the wall and did that somehow type or write out the words to Shakespeare. (laughs) Maybe given enough time. Alas, splatter pattern. I think all they did was spell knave. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, apparently he just on the second verification form entered all blanks and that was Sufficient for Microsoft to allow you access, dude. It's like it's crazy. I've got a two-year-old nephew, and I can hand him my phone, and he will find Angry Birds out of like all of the pages of apps, and like hit it, and then go to it, and sit there and watch videos. Like he's barely two, and he knows how to do that stuff. Like he, you know, he has his own iPad. Where it's just like, wow, how? Like I, I don't get that. Like you're saying, like I mean, we got it was I was in what fifth, sixth grade when I was playing mm-hmm. Oregon Trail, and that was like super high tech, and now. These kids are born with this stuff, and I, it's, I'm, I'm curious to see if that's going to push technology in the future, or if it's going to make people kind of lazy in the future. Well, a uh, little column A, a little column B. Yeah, there have been some concerns that we're actually making our kids dumber in the sense that not, you know, that they have access to these things, but that they have technologically savvy parents. Yeah, like my generation of having kids are going to be there to fix problems instead of letting them have to figure it out on their own. Yeah, uh, and they're worried now that. Kids are going to grow up and be worse at computers than their parents were. Well, it's also so what, parents let them figure it out on their own. <laughs> Just make it harder if you can. Well, it's let, also let those, them figure out their way through your passwords. There you yes. Go. Wait. Yeah, maybe, no. <laughs> but it's also one of those things where you know, in in the palm of my hand, I contain the world's collective knowledge, and like you know, anyone growing but most up, most of it's wrong. Uh, but I mean, a lot of it isn't, though, and it's and it's you know one of those things where it's like, oh, why would I have to know you know why would I have to know history? I can just look it up on Wikipedia. It's like. 
at some point, like there's this weird thing where it's like actually having knowledge in your brain versus having it in your phone is you know pretty important. That's and, scary to me though, because that me what that tells me is just like a misprint, say in a book that is widely circulated circulated in schools. Is there going to be like a fact that just makes it for so long on Wikipedia that people forget <laughs> that it's wrong? Well, that, that's like, I mean, wasn't Bernie's nickname on Wikipedia Boner for a long time? He's like, that's not actually written. He would try to change it and they would fix it back to wrong. Uh-huh. But it's, it's all one of those things, too, where it's like, you know, with, with your phone, there are no more bar bets anymore. Like, you know, you can't be like, you can't challenge someone over knowledge and then be like, oh, we have to go, you know, research this to figure it out. And I was like, okay, you know, oh, I thought this person was in this movie. You're wrong. Sorry, it was, it was this <laughs> well, that doesn't mean you can't have a bet. It just means that you can immediately have the answer yeah. to that bet. There's not a lot of research involved. Not a lot of back and like forth. Phones though. down. <laughs> they do that for trivia, though. That's true. They should. You no, they do. Like a lot of like I'm... trivia games are like phones away. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to use your phone during this thing. Which? Well, yeah, because then be just start, yeah, who could get there the fastest, basically. Um, so, are we allowed to use phones whenever we're doing trivia let's plays? Uh, I don't know. We haven't done one. I haven't of those done yet. one yet. We should. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Coming they just, soon. They just did uh, what the the uh, Jeff, what Michael and Ray just did. Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune is out. Yeah. God, I I proofed the Jeopardy video. Like they gave it to me, and I was just like crying. It was like <laughs> God, they're so dumb. <laughs> like Jeff was good. Jeff got a, he got the majority of them right, and the uh-huh. one he didn't know, like the ones he didn't know, he was let Ray and Michael answer and get it wrong, <laughs> and then he picked the third choice. So there, <laughs> it's it, it it was pretty rough, and I don't know, like. The trivia games are fun. I have a lot of weird, stupid trivia knowledge that I, I need to make use of in some way. So hopefully we, we can. So do you happen. feel like you, the internet is really stealing your thunder in that regard? Not, not necessarily. I mean, like, cause I mean, I can list off actors and stuff from movies, like just in conversation and that, uh-huh. that comes in handy every now and then. See, I may have suffered from this because inst- I can't list the actors in movies. I can be like, uh, you know, is that chick that was in You've Got Mail with, and then there was that guy who was in it who was also <laughs> in A Fish Called Wanda, and like. Well, see, there always needs to be someone like I'm, you. I'm referential. Sitting I'm, I'm next not to someone like him. Yeah. Because like, you start running through like Meg yeah. Ryan, Carrie he'll, Fisher. He'll yeah. recognize what you're talking about within a sentence or two. Yeah. And then the two of you together can tell the story that you're <laughs> between, trying to tell. Between the two of us, we're we a have smart one, person. We have one brain. There's a middle <laughs> somewhere here where the story exists between the two of you. The facts and the story. We have to collaborate to make it happen. <laughs> Man. But, so, uh, yeah. That kid actually got four games in a year of uh, free live. So and, good for him. And, and 50 bucks. 50 bucks too? Nice. And, and got locked out of his dad's game. So I'm not sure, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure the $50 was worth it for yeah, him. Yeah, it's like, way to go. You've now prevented other kids from getting into the uh-huh. parents' account. Good job, kid. Way to, way to ruin it for everybody else. Um, and this on a... I don't have a I don't have a clever segue for this, but did you guys hear that the uh, Fortnite alpha is open? Yeah. Well, not open, but like they're looking they're, for alpha testers. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. looking for alpha testers. I really want to get in. I'm curious to see because it's been so long since it's been announced, mm-hmm. and Epic's just been quiet about yeah. it. Yeah, I remember Cliffy B announced that forever ago at an E3, like a Microsoft event at an E3, right? I think so. I might have even no, that was Shadow Complex. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would have been after Shadow Conflict. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was one of those things like, huh, this looks cool. It was, it was like zombies and, and Minecraft looking thing. It's like, all right, well, we'll see what this is going to be. So, anyway. Which, I mean, Rust, I, I guess, kind of falls into that category too. So, there's a lot of yeah. very similar crafty zombie games. Yeah. Though Rust has ditched the zombies. Oh, yeah. There's also Seven Days to Die, which is a crafty zombie game, but Rust is backed out of that now. Is, it's just isn't, lethal um, animals. Isn't Seven Days to Die like really hard? And like uh, it was I've, brutal. I've played it a little bit actually. It's on Kickstarter. I think I backed that one, and uh, it is I, actually really difficult. Okay, at least I, them, as I far think, as I played um, into it. I think Bernie played it. I mm-hmm. watched a little bit because again, zombies probably not going to play it myself. <laughs> but um, it looked it looked brutal. Well, it's I mean it's very Minecrafty in the sense that you have a lot of recipes and collection, and you can the environment is alterable like dirt, ores, trees. I mean it's you basically the same building blocks from Minecraft are available in that game. Uh, and then some more that are more kind of technology driven. And it's still early access, so it's not a finished product. And it's interesting. I really, if they deliver on what they have said they're going to deliver, I want to do Let's Plays in it because yeah. it looks really fun. How, how excited are you for our new PCs we got? I'm very excited yeah. for the new PCs. You guys PCs. got new PCs? We, yeah, well, we, we've been, built, we've been, yeah, we're, we're prepping for the new <laughs> office. So we, like, we've, we've been on laptops for a while, which were, which were great, but now it's kind of like we need more power. So we're moving over to PCs that Ryan's yeah. helped build. So you guys are building your own PCs. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, so uh, no, I mean, sorry, Ryan is building you all pieces. Actually, I haven't <laughs> even had to do most of them. The Adams have been taking yeah. care of it. I offer, and they're like, nah, we got it. Like, yeah. All right. But, of course, that being said, uh, Ray got his, and his login picture was an anus. <laughs> and his background wallpaper was the Lemon Party. Yeah, and there was Meat Spin all over the and place. And Meat Spin was his homepage. And then 
Gavin's, they, he kind of needed it faster, and it was not intentional, but as soon as he turned it on for the first time, there was a Molex connector in his uh, fan. <laughs> so he turned it on and goes, <laughs> right in the middle of Jack and Jeff doing a, uh, a video. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, Great. Thanks for that. <laughs> Appreciate it. Anyway, that one wasn't on purpose. All right, so we got two down. We got three more left. We'll yep. see how, how those turn out. But, yeah, it's, I'm excited yeah. for that. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Like, I know I want to play Magicka. I want to play StarCraft. I'd like to get back into Diablo. I've been playing Diablo at home, like, now that the new patch is out. Like, I, I kind of started playing it forever ago and then kind of dropped it. Now I'm kind of playing it again. And it's like, oh, this is a lot of fun. And so there's a lot of PC stuff, even old school stuff. Like, yeah. it'd be fun to play, like, Doom with, every, with all the guys. Or even, like, you know, uh, Warcraft. Like, Warcraft 2. Like, bust Ooh. out the old school stuff. The Orcs of Lord around have taken the northern shores. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I really also would like to start going up to maybe 1080 content too, especially yeah. the new office. One of the limiting factors, and we haven't really talked about this a lot, I don't think, of why we don't do a lot more 1080 content is the upload bandwidth is just a lot more than we really want to deal with on a daily basis because yeah. we upload a lot. Uh, but the new office will have a faster up connection. So, and with the new PCs, I'm hoping maybe we can start doing some 1080 stuff. We're just going to need a shitload of hard drives. So, <laughs> yeah. So we got to find some of those so we can fill them up with content. And then make stuff for everybody. But yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be nice to get 1080 stuff. I mean, I've, I've been now watching pretty much everything on YouTube on my Apple TV, uh -huh. on my big TV, and it's like, oh, this is cool. And so it's fun to sit on the, you know, sit on the couch and watch our Let's Plays or, you know, watch the No, watch Rooster Teeth stuff. It's, it's, it's all really cool. So uh -huh. yeah, so 1080 would be nice. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. I'm telling you, Internet. It will be there <laughs> soon. So, uh, so yeah, look forward to a, a bunch of cool PC stuff. We got some nice. We got i7s. We got 780s. Nvidia 780 graphics cards. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna look sweet. Yeah, and you're in charge of making sure it does look sweet because I have no idea what the hell you just talked about. If it looks I'm, bad, it's all your fault. I'm Ryan. so these. I'm gonna give them to the guys in there, and they are just gonna destroy them. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's what's like gonna be left? It's like after. handing a Ferrari to a 16 year old. Like, have fun, <laughs> please. Oh shit! And there it went. So, all right, it looks like our our sand thing is farewell gone. sand. Uh, last we loved sand. you. Last I remember that when the sand thing went, we're done. Right? Actually, we still got a couple minutes. It's not oh, hard. do we? No, we really do. It's well, only so, you're, so you're saying your sand thing we're is bullshit. five short. The sand. Okay. No, Look. it is true that it's a little bit off yeah, because no. we have oh. five minutes to go still. Gravity in this particular device is a little <laughs> off. It hasn't been properly calibrated for the gravity on this table. All right. So it's like, uh, it's like, so what, we'll like just, two atmospheres or one and a half atmospheres yeah, exactly. of gravity. Yeah, there's a pressure thing to it. Again, Spirit of Gus is in there, and he's just kind of like <laughs> – sometimes pushing he gets it down antsy. extra hard. Oh, yeah, he starts okay. to kind of shove. All so right, if sorry. you got any uh, last-minute news, this would be the time to do it. Oh, man. Uh, I, I don't know. Last-minute news. What else did we have so I should have preloaded that with a last-minute piece of news. Did you see the – Multiplayer coming to Goat Simulator. Yes. Oh, there you go. Multi goats. Goat Simulator. Will you guys be Goatsies. doing Goat Simulator multiplayer let's plays? Uh, maybe. I'm sure we will. I, I think we Why have not? something in the works right now. I think maybe if you're going to PAX East, you might see something from Goat Simulator. Maybe. Uh, I know. I know. Adam and Joel did something that turned out really, really funny. And just, I, I want to, I want to hear that conversation Joel had to have. Be like, okay, we've got a jetpack and we got a trampoline. We need a goat. <laughs> like, how did he work that out? Anyway, if you what haven't seen, farmer it, was like, sure, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, again, Pax East. We we should yeah. talk about Pax East. So I mean, Pax now is like it's getting to the point where they're starting to make kind of bigger announcements at the at Pax. So. Hopefully we'll hear some cool stuff out of there. And yeah. we got a lot of guys there. Uh, all the lads are there. Yeah, plus team lads, Lindsay. Mm -hmm. I'll be there. Ashley, Bernie, Monty. Uh, our other Ashley will be there. She's mm -hmm. going to be working the booth, so say hi to her. We're going um, to walk by each other and high five the whole time. There you go. Yeah. Nice. The A and A connection. Yeah, and then and then we'll forward each other's mistaken email to each other. <laughs> you get that a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of missed Ashleys. Understandable. Um, Who bothers yeah, to type last names really when you're putting in emails? They're going to have the new Borderlands. Uh, the new Borderlands there too. Oh really? Wow! So they like pretty much just announced and they already have it playable there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's coming out this fall. Okay. They've been, and it's um, old engine. I guess two K. Two K Astro has been working on it since uh, um, since they finished working on Bioshock Infinite. So okay. assuming yeah. that they weren't doing all the work on the DLC, they've been working on it for a year now. Okay. Um, and it's going to be ready to go this autumn. So it would make sense that they have a playable build now. Well, then they have gameplay videos of it that look pretty far along. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I mean, it's still in pre-alpha, but for pre-alpha, it looks it looks pretty polished, pretty ready to go. Speaking of Bioshock Infinite, we haven't really talked about it much. Have you played Burial C Episode Two yet? No, no? I don't want to. I don't want to say goodbye. <laughs> so I'm sort it's of so delaying. hard to say goodbye. It's. Uh, I've, I've played a little bit of it, and I don't want to talk too much about it because it can easily get spoilery very quickly. But it's. Uh, again, it's very pretty. 
I mean, I've enjoyed the part I've played so far. Do you find that the gameplay is different enough as Elizabeth that it that it actually feel, properly feels like another character? They've definitely done some new mechanics to it. Uh, they've really pushed kind of more of a stealth thing, at least in the the part that I've gotten through. Which, admittedly, I'm only maybe an hour in. Um, but and they definitely dealt with the fact that you're Elizabeth in an interesting way. Uh, and yeah, they've changed it to be l- at least as far as I've gotten less confrontational. So it's it's more about sneaking up than it is getting right into the thick of the fight. Okay. They that, still have That's good. Powers. I feel like you should as her. Uh, you, she still has the vigors. Vigors? No, wait. Wait, she has vigors? She she does get them in this. Okay. Spoiler. I don't think that's uh, much of a spoiler. Yeah, it's not a huge spoiler. It's a yeah. major gameplay mechanic. <laughs> it is pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's still a Bioshock game, so you're still going to have... Yeah. Part of that's... If you got rid of Vigors for an entire Bioshock title, I think people yeah. would be a little... Well, how, how much of the original Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite, how, how much of it ties together? I mean, is it is it kind of a back and forth, or... I mean, well, it's still in Rapture. Okay. Uh, I mean, so this is takes place actually prior to the events of the first Bioshock. Okay. So, yeah, I this think. is kind of like leading towards the downfall of Rapture, right? Uh, well, the uh, I know the first episode basically started the night that Rapture uh, sort of all goes to shit. Yeah, it was like um, the, the, the year, right? Yeah, they had it in that, like, even in the, the trailer reveal, they had that it was, you know, it was December 31st. It was that night. Okay. Um, okay. So presumably, you know, it's all Booker's fault. <laughs> Clearly. Well, well, I don't know. Have, well, again, no, I don't want to say any spoilers, but... Like, we should play it. If you played episode one... Yeah, you no, should just keep, play the keep game. Okay. If you're interested, just All play right. the game. All right, we'll, we'll play the game. Maybe maybe so. it'll come out for a next-gen or current-gen console soon, so that would be nice. Yeah, I guess they don't have a next-gen version of that yet, do yeah, they? Yeah, but at the same time, the fact that Irrational sort of went, eh, we feel like being an indie studio now. Goodbye, all of our staff. <laughs> well, um, but the code is still owned by 2K, so, I mean... It, it is, but are they going to... Like, are they going to be able to staff up enough to I can, know, I can do almost, all the textures and I can graphics almost and all that? You, I can almost guarantee you there will be another Bioshock in the future. Oh, like, there will be. They've already yeah, said yeah. there will be, oh, okay. just well, not from Irrational. But oh, would yeah. they take this one and make, you know, a, a remastered next-gen Well, I, honestly, generation? they've already since they've already got the PC version, that's already an x86 to x86 translation. That's so true. it may not be too bad of a, a conversion. Yeah. But... Uh, I think we're at time. Yeah, I think it is. I think we are. It is, it is exactly 5 Spot p.m. On. This was fun. Thanks for having me back. It's Absolutely. been a while. So it's good. Thanks I did an ad read. That was exciting. You did. Yeah. Or I did it in your voice, though. So next time I'll do it in my uh, voice. And someone actually said you were spot on. I was spot uh, on. Yeah, they thought you were. Uh, hang on. Let me find it. I'm going to give credit with my credit to. Garbacjikahaba. Good credit. Garbiach. Say that. Garbaccio. Garbaccio. That, does, that's, that seems close enough. Sure. Jack's impersonation of Ryan is spot on. There we go. Thank you there very you much. Hashtag I've been patch. working on it for my whole life. So there. He has. Well, that'll work out. Thank you, everybody, for coming. We will be back next week with Monday, a uh, regular RT podcast, and Wednesday with the patch. Indeed. Right? Right. Maybe. Right. We'll okay, see you. Right. Bye. 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 Delayed bye. <laughs>